0: Welcome to episode six of season six, Gather Influence. My name's Vanessa and my co-host Kathy and I have had the great privilege of launching some of these girls' voices from Gather Voices cohort, the coaching cohort we launched late last year and early into 2022. We get to hear these girls and launch these girls. Some of them already have their own podcasts, but launch them into another sphere of influence here on this podcast. Trust you've been enjoying these episodes and finding even a place for your voice to be heard and elevated as you are inspired and listen to these girls. Today, you'll be hearing in this episode from Carolina a Montrealer who now lives in Mexico as she interviews a great woman in her world over there in Mexico. You'll hear a really great conversation with her. She'll introduce her guest today as well. And then you'll also be hearing from Jen Viz and Jen interviews two of her younger girls in her congregation, local context, local church. Love both these conversations with these women and these girls in their world. You're going to enjoy it as well. As you listen along today, would you prayerfully consider your place in our second cohort? of Gather Voices coaching for women both here in Canada and around the world as women are learning this is the season for their voice to be raised and released, elevated and amplified, that God gift on you, that grace zone within you, that story and voice within you is for the earth and now is the right time for you to invest in this six months of training, equipping, mobilizing, connection, place, no matter whether you're experienced already in some way, shape or form as a communicator or whether you are new to this sphere and you are just dipping your feet in. We want to walk right alongside you. We have guests coaching from guest coaches around the world. You'll meet monthly online with us and it culminates together in November at Gather Rise. And so consider that, apply for that, do it with fear and trembling or do it with boldness and confidence. We would love to connect with you and see if you are the right fit for our June cohort. So go to gatherwomen.com and look at that as soon as you've listened to this podcast so without any further introduction needed because these girls will introduce themselves you're going to hear now from carolina and jen
1: hi everyone my name is caroline Thiessen, and i am originally from montreal quebec canada currently living in sunny beautiful playa del carmen mexico I was a part of the Gather Women Voices cohort in 2021, and I am super excited to interview my guest today. Her name is Lauren Green. Lauren and I met back in July of 2021 at a women's Bible study at her home here in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. I am super excited to interview Lauren because she is a strong, bold, confident woman of faith like myself. We are both living this crazy wild adventure of faith and believing God for the miraculous and for him to show up in the most wild and unexpected ways in our lives. So Lauren is a disciple, a wife, a mom, and she's a coffee lover. Lauren is passionate about helping women heal, know who they are and regain their confidence. Uh, She has seen how God has worked in her life and she is confident that his freedom and wholeness is accessible for so many other women as well. She loves to encourage and equip other women to grow in their faith through authentic conversations. Aside from all that, she is currently traveling the world with her husband and daughter, living by bold faith and trusting God with this amazing adventure in her life day by day. I think our conversation will help encourage other women to put their faith in action. So today's topic, we are going to start with the topic of identity. So Lauren, what does identity mean to you how do you define identity yeah absolutely
2: well thank you so much for having me on here i'm very excited to talk about this topic so identity um, for me is just knowing who you are i think in the world that we live in in society for women especially it's so easy to get our identity confused with the roles that we play, right? So whether that be our careers, where we work, the workplace, it can be in our role as a wife or as a mom. Um, Maybe it can be in the things that we achieve, or even sometimes on the opposite of that, our identity can be wrapped up in our failures, right? You messed up or you failed at something at one point in time. And now you think that's who you are. But if you were to strip all of those things away, take away your spouse, motherhood, your career, achievements or failures, what's left? Very true. Like, who are you? And where um, does that identity, where, where do you find that? And the real answer is in God, in God alone. So yeah, that's what identity means for me awesome
1: so why is
2: identity important identity is important because when you when you have your identity in a constant place right so like those other things that I just listed they are changing right your your workplace can change your marital status can change But you want your identity to be found in something that doesn't change and something that's constant. So it's important because that's going to ultimately reflect how you live, Mm -hmm. right? And how um, you engage and interact with other people. So I think that's probably the most important if your identity is wrapped up in your failures, for example you're not going to live a life of freedom because you're going to be afraid of failing, right? Because your identity is wrapped up in that. But if your identity is found in almighty God, it's like, I'm going to go after this, whether I achieve it or fail it, because I know that God is on my side and he's going to catch me. And I'm just going to trust that he has my back. Mm -hmm. So it affects the way that we live our everyday
1: lives. So true. Oh so true. I love there's a, a quote that Pastor Erwin McManus says the world that r- is within you creates the world around you. Wow. Yeah, that's so good. So whatever yeah. is is in you in your heart, you that's going to be manifested or reflected in, you know, in the life around you.
2: Yeah. I mean, I always I've struggled in my faith sometimes because we read these incredible bible stories of an almighty all powerful a god that can do anything and it's like why aren't we living with such boldness yeah such faith if we truly believe that god is the god of the impossible yeah shouldn't our lives reflect
1: that Mm -hmm. and
2: i think that our identity has a huge piece to play in that
1: Mm -hmm. definitely So why is lack of identity a problem?
2: Well, I know for women, especially, and that's where my heart is, you know, being able, like you said, in the introduction, like my heart is to encourage and equip women to really walk in that wholeness and freedom. Um, But I think it can be dangerous because, for example, I'll just take my own story when I didn't have a solid sense of who I was, I got caught up in toxic relationships, you know, people pleasing, trying to, you know, work things out on my own and depend on my own strength. And I think if you're not careful, those things can very easily consume you and be damaging to your life. So Not knowing, you know, why is it important? We talked about, but on the flip side, it's dangerous because you can end up in these toxic cycles in these cycles that don't serve you and ultimately keep you from reaching your highest potential, right? Living that life that God intended for us to live.
1: Yes, yes, very true. It was unfortunate when I was living in Montreal, I met a lot of Christians like women women and men that did not believe that God would come through for them they they didn't believe like they didn't believe in the miraculous they didn't believe in in the wonder of God
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's why they would not pursue more they wouldn't go for more they would just settle at a you know in a place of mediocrity right and thinking well that that's it for me that's all I'm going to get and uh it's unfortunate because With God, there's always more, you know, we worship a God of more. He always wants to bless us with more and we need to walk in obedience. You know, we need to listen and, you know, take that bold step of faith, take that risk. You know, when we walk in obedience, that's when we receive the blessings. And I've really seen that in my life. And, you know, I've been on this unique journey of faith for the last eight years, you know, believing A specific word God spoke to me eight, I mean, wow, eight years, it's been eight years now. And I mean, yes, so much opposition, betrayal and rejection that I've faced, because I've believed this promise that God has spoken to me, but I'm not here, you know, to please man, you know, I'm not, I'm not into, I'm not afraid of man, I'm taking up my cross, and I'm following Jesus, no matter what. And Now he's brought, you know, now I'm here back in Mexico, you know, believing God for this amazing promise that he's, that he's spoken to me. Exactly. And I think you're the perfect testament
2: to that because you know your identity and you're secure in your relationship with God. You can easily, not easily, but you can walk in confidence and trust and stand, like you said, on those promises that he gave you. So that's a a direct example of what it is to reflect and to live out having a a firm identity
1: that is true thank you thank you yes well I was blessed to to be brought up with parents and grandparents they all had a very strong identity in Christ so I'm you know continuing on this legacy that they left so we are almost out of time so I just want to finish this interview up with one last thing. What is one final thought that you would like our Gather Influence podcast listeners to take with them as women of influence into 2022?
2: So I guess my one takeaway that I have for you all is that your relationship with God is the most important relationship. And it needs to be the top priority because from that relationship, you're going to be able to live a lifestyle of bold and confident faith, just like we talked about. Having a secure identity in Christ is going to allow you to live boldly and be firm. I believe that when you do that, you'll be able to stand on the promises that he's spoken to you, no matter what your circumstances look like. And you'll be able to continue to trust him and he'll be able to bless your life with even more. Amen.
1: Thank you so much for being part of this gather women podcast, Lauren. I'm so thankful that that we became friends and that you are such a bright life in my life, such a, a positive influence. For me, and I hope our friendship will continue to grow deeper in 2022. Absolutely. Thank you so So, much. Everybody have a blessed 2022.
3: Hey there, friends. Thanks for joining in on today's conversation. My name is Jen Viss, and I serve at my church in Orangeville, Ontario, as director of group life. And I love to encourage people with the word of God. On top of that, I'm a wife, mother of two young adults, two teenagers, plus one puppy. And when you add all of that up, it equals one busy household. Well, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to host a segment of the podcast, along with some other incredible Canadian women. Like many of you, I became a part of Gather Women by saying yes to an invitation to attend the national conference, which led to saying yes to host a gather circle with some friends. Those few yeses opened the door for me to partner further with this amazing sisterhood when I wrote a Bible lesson for the Her Hope study series. As they say, one yes leads to another. So last summer, I added one more yes and joined Gather Voices coaching cohort. And now, here I am with all of you on the Gather Influence podcast. Who would have guessed? But then I suppose that's just like God opening doors of opportunity that we'd never even think to walk through. I'm so glad he invites us to join him in what he's doing. And that's just it. It's an invitation. He doesn't force his way on us. God wants us to be on the lookout for where he is at work, and that revelation is his invitation to partner with him. Then he simply waits for our reply, yes or no. That's how God adventures begin, with His invitation and our yes. How about you? What kinds of adventures has He taken you on in the past, and where has He got you now? If you've walked with God for any length of time, you know this one thing's for sure. Life with Him is never boring. There's no greater thrill than saying yes to a God adventure, even if that yes is a little scared and insecure one. You see, the beauty of God is that He takes our yeses, no matter how confident they are, and He uses them to build Christ-like character in us so we can influence others for His kingdom and for His glory. This journey of faith is all about life transformation, mine and yours. When we say yes to God, we start a new relationship with Him, and He gives us a new purpose for living. He not only calls us to a life of adventure, but he promises to go with us as our expedition guide. Well, with all this talk about adventure, you might be thinking that I'm a thrill seeker, someone who loves to take risks, an adventurer at heart, always ready to jump into the great unknown of life. Mm, Not this girl. I wouldn't exactly say that. But I will say I've come to learn that part of our faith journey involves taking risks, And I'm slowly learning how to embrace them. Do you see yourself as a risk manager or a risk taker? In the past, I definitely would have classified myself as a risk manager, especially when it came to decision making. Guaranteed, you'd find me weighing and calculating all the risks. Well, that's because my perfectionism tendencies would kick in. And on top of that, my overthinking and second-guessing were always lurching in the shadows, ready to pounce on me with self-criticism, belittling me till I was black and blue. Oh, that inner critic. She's just too much and pretty much a liar. It was like walking a tightrope. What if I get it wrong? What would others think? What if I fail? Lots of what-ifs that overwhelmed me and made me give up before I even started. You've heard of self-starters, right? Well, I tended to be a self-stopper. I can't tell you how many times I've said no when I really should have said yes. What I was looking for was a guarantee that things would turn out perfect, that I could simply take risks inside my comfort zone, and of course, everything would go smoothly, no hassles. But that's a tall order, and let's be honest, unrealistic. But that's how I operated If I didn't meet those standards, then I'd opt for the proverbial pass. My conversations with God would go something like this. Yeah, that'd be a hard no, Lord. Sorry, can't do that. Too risky. How about you give me something a little more manageable? Sound familiar? Do you have similar conversations with God? Oh, I hope I'm not alone. Well, here's some good news. I can honestly say that I've shifted away from that pattern of thinking, and so can you. As I became more aware of how I was seeking to be in control by bargaining with God, I realized I wasn't allowing Him to be Lord of my life. I wanted to be in charge instead of Him, call the shot, so to speak. And in doing so, I was robbing myself of a deeper, more intimate relationship with Him, one of trust and abiding, one of obedience and faith, one of adventure." This all became clear to me when I read about the heroes of the faith in Hebrews chapter 11. These men and women were commended for their faith. They demonstrated their trust and love for God by saying yes to his adventure, their own God adventure. It struck me how they may not have been too excited to do the things that God asked them to do. Things like build an ark in the middle of a famine, make a birth plan despite a lifetime of barrenness, Risk being killed for hiding spies, just to name a few. As I read these examples, the verbs associated with the word faith jumped right off the page. Faith moves, inspires, encourages, endures, takes action. Faith sparks courage. Then it hit me. All of these people took a risk for God. Wow. That's why they were commended for their faith. You see, faith equals risk. In that moment, it was clear to me that God was asking me to view the idea of risk completely different. These heroes of the faith weren't reckless, although some would have thought they were. They weren't risking their reputations and in some cases their very lives for the sake of being a daredevil. They placed their trust in God, who invited them into the adventure in the first place. The only thing they dared to do was dare to believe that God would keep his promise. And when they acted on their faith, they discovered that risk is always safe with God. This is the space where growth happens, where dreams are shaped, passions ignited, character forged and testimony written. I didn't even know that such a place existed. When we abide in him, we grow stronger and more confident in who he is and who we are. And that allows us to take risks. Our standing and identity in Him never change based on the outcomes of our risk-taking. With Jesus as our guide, we can take risks, big or small, and rest assured in His love and delight for us, no matter what. So how do we take risks with God? Well, we know it starts with one yes at a time. But how do you get to yes? Here's the thing. When you say yes, it involves more than your words. It requires all of you. Your hands, heart, and feet. You can't accept the things of God with clenched fists. You must hold out your hands to Him as a sign of surrender, letting go of the things that keep Him from being Lord of your life, like your agenda, your way, your insecurity, your pride. Lay those things aside and hold your hands out to receive what He has for you instead. Then you need to fill your heart with the truths of his word and the promises he's spoken in you and over you. When speaking about the heroes of the faith, the writer of Hebrews says, their faith fastened onto their promises and pulled them into reality. Claim those promises and treasure them in your heart because they will embolden you to take risks. And finally, move those feet Put your faith into action. Do the thing God's asking you to do. Be the person he's calling you to be. The heroes in the hall of faith were moved to act and they stepped into their God adventure. You too must courageously put one foot in front of the other and venture out. Keep moving and ask God to show you the next step. So here's the question. What might God be inviting you to in this season of your life? Give yourself permission to dream. Ask God to awaken your heart and attune your ears to hear what he's calling you to. Maybe it's time to go back to school. Write that book. Audition for that part. Maybe he's asking you to walk across the street and get to know your neighbor. Maybe he's wanting you to sign a business venture, make an apology, sponsor a child, join a serving team. The list goes on and on because God is always at work around us, inviting us to partner with him and take a risk. And one last tidbit to consider in this whole conversation. You don't have to know all the details before you say yes. That's the part that will often involve risk. God's looking for people who are fully committed to him not the task or the situation, but to Him. Second Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9 tells us, The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. With your hands out in surrender, your heart full of trust in Him and your foot ready to step forward, He will give you the strength and ability to accomplish all that He set out for you. So when you say yes to his invitation and you embrace risk, get ready for an adventure, a God adventure. There's nothing like it.
0: Trust you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did, working with those girls, listening to it. Thank you to the incredible Manny for editing these podcasts again for this season. We love our Gather Voices girls. We love our Gather Interns. And again, I'm praying that the Holy Spirit really was nudging you as you were listening, not only to the insight that these girls brought, but also to your place in this unfolding story. And so go to gatherwomen.com backslash gather voices. Look at all the information about the six month cohort that we have launching again in June this year. Really consider your place in it. It's once a month online, some homework throughout the month, but more than that, it's a story formation that is going to happen within you over these six months. It's connection, it's community. It's genuinely beginning to just raise and release what is on you and within you into the world around you and we would be on it to be entrusted with this season of your journey. So go ahead, look at that. Thanks for tuning in today. Share this with anyone that it may speak to and minister to and we love you and we bless you and your voice and your presence in the world around you right now, girls. We love you.